Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome. It's After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. I'm your host, John Nolan, and thank you for joining me. Now, our weekly time machine of quiz questions has landed on a very recent year. It is the year 2000. So I'm expecting, although history has told me otherwise, a high-scoring quiz tonight. Let's go and meet the teams who are here in front of me. And for once and for, for, for rarity, we have a full... In fact, we have more than four. We're like the Star Trek's warp engine. We're at about 110% here tonight. Uh, so let's go meet the uh, blue team first. Hello, blue team. I'm John. <laughs> John. What's that? John Cribben. John Cribben. Yes. You're welcome back, John. Yeah. Well, half a John of the record-setting team <laughs> from a few weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> 35 points yourself and Paddy Duffy racked up. Paddy racked him up. <laughs> You're a bit modest now. Paddy himself was um, amazed by your sports knowledge that uh-huh. night. Look, it'll look. <laughs> Let's go and meet the person who's in Paddy's shoes tonight. Do I need to do the Donegal accent as well? Uh, uh, no, you're all right. Um, Carl Cronin from Boyle. Hello, Carol. Welcome back. Yep, back from Scotland and Berlin and all sorts. Yeah, you've so travelled since you were... Like, I mean, let's yeah. see if any questions come up that suit your travelling knowledge. Hopefully. You could be like that... Um, what was the uncle in um, Fraggle Matt. Rock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he used to write the letters home. Okay, let's go across the table and meet the red team. Uh, hello, I'm James Bonsall from uh, Drama Hair. And you're here tonight. We don't have to rely on the, the, the Leitrim Skype lines or yeah, phone network. Yeah, live in person. <coughs> Delighted to see you. And your team in tonight? Uh, Liam Rabbit. I, th- I think, to be fair, James, you've been here every night. Mm. I've been here. Yeah. There's, yeah. This is a, there's only one night I think I we, didn't make it. You are a, a team, apart from the one time that James actually um, hooked, up with, hooked up with Linda, which was yeah. the only time that uh, he'd broken <laughs> up the James and Liam pairing. Well, I think the last, the last one we had was a draw, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, you're also was, unbeaten, yeah. Draw, you're unbeaten yeah, yeah. As, a, as a pair. You have a good record. Yeah, that's right. So wish you the best of luck for tonight. Thanks, John. Okay, let's go and meet the final member of our team. It is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good day, everyone. We are in the home stretch now. It's time to start actually paying attention to these scores rather than making them up every week. <laughs> Clancy there with a real big admission. Okay, let's move on with the show. It's round number one. Uh, this is our multiple choice round. In this round, I will ask each player a question on the year that we are focused on tonight if they give me the right answer on their own they get two points for their side they can confer with their teammate if they do it'll be worth only one point a wrong answer at any stage will see it offered across to the side for a potential bonus point it's an odd numbered show tonight which means we're starting with the red team who wants to go first on the red team I will James your question the year 2000 was a leap year 
When will the next leap year be that ends in two zeros? So your options are the year 2100, the year 2200, or the year 2400. So, Sorry, can you give those again? 2100. So you've got A, 2100, mm -hmm. B, 2200, or C, 2400. Which of those is the next time that a leap year will end in two zeros? So the rule is it can't be divided by 100 unless it's also divisible by 400. So 2,400. It's correct. Excellent primary school knowledge there coming to your teens' age. So Glad I wasn't asked that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, across the head we go. Who's going first on the blue team? Take your choice. Right, I'll go first. going okay. first. Okay, Carol, your question. On July the 6th, 2000, the Intoxicating Liquor Act came into effect, abolishing the so-called holy hour on Sundays when pubs had been forced to close their doors. By law, this holy hour had to occur between which of these pairs of times? So was it A, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., B, 2 and 4 p.m., or C, 5 and 7 p.m.? remember it well <laughs> two to four <laughs> Carol is telling us when she came in that she was in college in the year 2000 <laughs> and there's some good applied knowledge there across the table to Liam oh Liam this has fallen well I think for you are you ready kids getting here Kerry Kerry is the first word in this question Liam Kerry won the All-Ireland football title in the year 2000 how many games did they have to win to become champions? Uh, options are A, 4, B, 5, or C, 6. Well, I was in college that year as well, so I don't remember much from that year. But <laughs> I know who they beat in the final. Okay. And so Kerry became All-Ireland football champions in 2000. How many games did they have to win to become champions? Uh, options are 4, 5, or 6. I would guess five. He's going for five. I'm afraid that is incorrect. So across we go. Uh, you have a potential bonus here. Blue team. Options remaining are four or six. Uh, six, so. Six. Correct. Yeah. The replay, fine. Mm. But I couldn't think how many. Yeah. I, I, I don't... Okay, so I'll explain that. They only need to play two games in the Munster Championship. They had a semi-final win over uh, Cork, and then they defeated uh, I don't think, uh, Clare in the Munster Final. However, the old championship days, they went straight into the semi-final, but they had to uh, go to a replay to beat Armand in the semi-final, and they had to go to a replay to win the All-Ireland Final. So they had four games after they won the Munster title. Yeah. Now, final question of the round goes to John. Published since 1977, which law enforcement officer who patrols the streets of Mega City One is the most famous character in the comic strip or the comic book 2000 AD? Your options are A, Judge Dredd, B, Robocop, or C, Dirk Gently. Which of those is the most famous character in the comic book 2000 AD? You're going to confer, that's what that's called. <laughs> okay. Carol, you're in play. Sit forward. Yeah, okay. Published um, in 1977, which law enforcement officer who patrols the streets of Mega City 1 is the most famous character of the comic strip or the comic book 2000 AD? Options are A, Judge Dredd, B, 
Robocop or C Dirk Gently um, I go one of the first two I go Robocop you're going with Robocop <laughs> that's incorrect across we go bonus points perhaps we both know this one Judge Dredd Judge Dredd is the correct answer Okay, that brings a good round one to an end. Uh, bonuses, points got, and everything. So let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue two three points. Red two three points. Three points each. Okay, on we go to round number two. This is our connections round. In this round, I will give the team that is playing two pieces of information. They will be linked in some way to the year in question. If the teams can tell me there and then what the link is, they get three points. If they ask for a third and then a fourth piece of information, that's fine, but they will be playing for two and one point respectively. Any wrong answer at any stage, we'll see all four options offered across to decide and get a one-point bonus for a correct answer. We tossed a coin there in the break, and we know that it's going to be the blue team going first. So here we go. Your first two pieces of information are November the 7th and James Baker. So we've got November the 7th and James Baker. This has something to do with... Um... Possibly, yeah. Go for another one? Yeah. yeah. Another piece of information. Okay, here we go. November the 7th, James Baker and Ralph Nader. So, November 7th, James Baker and Ralph Nader. Yeah, the US presidential election. That's correct for two points. Yes, the 2000 US presidential election, the one that was, shall we say, a bit controversial in how it ended. Uh, it occurred, voting anyway, on November the 7th. James Baker, a former U.S. Secretary of State, was wheeled in or brought in as George W. Bush's legal representative in uh, all the haggling that ensued after the count in Florida. Ralph Nader was the Green Party nominee who actually got about 3% of the vote nationally. And the final clue you didn't get to was this great term, the hanging chad. That wouldn't have helped. Would it not? That's the one thing I remember from the time. These punches were involved and they'd punch out yeah. supposedly a circle of paper but if it didn't fully punch this would be deemed maybe not an eligible vote because even though the hole was there it wouldn't be fully the paper wouldn't be fully out it's right, called a hanging chad alright you got two points well done across the table we go red team first two pieces of information are both numbers they are 27th and 10,651 so we have 27th and 10,651. Yeah. Um, Sydney Olympics. Oh, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive. Not going to lie. The number of competitors at the 27th, I presume, is starting on the 27th. Something. No, you're wrong, but it doesn't matter. You got the right answer. You're right with that number. That is the amount of competitors that took part in the Olympics in Sydney. Uh, it was the 27th Olympiad. That's what I meant by that number. Uh, clues you didn't need. Cathy Freeman, 
Australian star meters. of the games and also lit the torch. And Sonia Sullivan, Second. silver medal in the, in the women's 5,000. 5, yeah. Okay, back across we go. That was quick. <laughs> John and Carol, new technology five. And 2010. John's looking at me going, is that, is that it? Is that the clues? <laughs> so we've got new technology five and 2010. Yeah, go on, John. All right, new technology five, 2010, and USB. Oh, no, it's... Um, I think it might be the... <laughs> I do love it when we get so much writing going on in the radio that program. Might be it. <laughs> Should we two screens up here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we can't see. We'll have to start Facebook living. Yeah, go for that. Facebook yeah, living. Yeah, this like Web 2.0 standards for internet technology. Something like that. No, it is not. Across we go. You guys are getting the four pieces of information. They are New Technology 5, 2010, USB and Minesweeper. Was it? Is Minesweeper Mind like the standard game on every mobile phone? In, isn't it? I think it's something to do with PlayStation, but it's something to do with it. I don't know. Um, uh, when, like, what, wasn't, was it WAP 3 or something? Like the new mobile phone tech? Apple phone launch or something? Not, back, not that far back. I genuinely, I have no idea. But Minesweeper is some sort of... It's a, yeah. Was it launch of a Nokia phone? <laughs> something along Minesweeper is the game. Oh. Uh, anyway, I'm going to push you for an answer, chaps. <sighs> PlayStation. Okay, I was going to go for... You go first. Like the first... It would be a smartphone. Ah, the first 4G integrated... Phone. Just uh, no. Pushing the button. Sorry. Just go back across. You think you might have it now? The PlayStation 2 launched. No, it wasn't no. that. It wasn't no. that. It was way more on point. It was the launch of Windows 2000. No, oh, that was well. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very successful operating system. What, what was the 2010? So uh, it was originally called uh, Windows NT5. This new technology stands for in Windows NT. It. It was supported by Microsoft. It's, it's life cycle, if you will. Went to 2010. That's when it got retired by Microsoft. USB, it was the first version of Windows to be compatible with USB by default. And Minesweeper, of course, is Minesweeper. Yeah, yeah. Comes with every Windows since forever. Okay, nobody. Nobody got any points there. Right. Uh, final question of the round for the red team. Are you ready? Yep. Tim Blake Nelson and Gillian Welch. Tim Blake Nelson and Gillian Welsh. I think he's an actor. I think he was in that, but I'm not completely certain. 
think I should go for another one. Yeah, I think so. Do you know what? No, actually, I think I might. <laughs> this is so. This sounds like there's a, there's, there's a different it's something being. Because we're in Claremont. Is it Welsh or Walsh? Welsh. <laughs> it's definitely Welsh. W. Uh, I think he's. Uh, no, 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 no. He's, he's an actor. We'll go for another one? Yeah. Alright. Tim Blake Nelson, Gillian Welsh, and T Bone Burnett. Should we go for the third one? We got the third one. That was that was the third one, one, James. The fourth one. one. Yeah, we'll go for the fourth one. We could give a punt, but we'll go for the fourth one. Alright. Tim Blake Nelson, Gillian Welsh, T Bone Burnett, and Alison Krauss. I think we we'll go for the fifth one. <laughs> okay. all, all I know is, is that as being like a big. I've been talking now being a big sitcom, roughly at the time. And I'm pretty sure he was in that. I mean, I could be wrong, and I'm wondering if these other people were also in it. T Bone Burnett. I mean, he's a musician. I wonder if he did singer the theme tune or something. He's a writer. Really, I only know him as an actor. As a musical writer. Honestly, another person. <laughs> okay, any sign of an answer coming down the tracks? Um, go on, if you're sold on that, go, go for it. Westlife. <laughs> Westlife. <laughs> I'm afraid it is wrong. Across we go, potential bonus. You know the four clues. I don't know if I need to repeat them. Yeah, um... I think there might be a mix of musicians and actors. Yeah. So possibly something on TV from then. Um, curb your enthusiasm. I'm afraid no. no. I think it's um, <laughs> early for that. It wasn't 30 something, was it? No, uh, they, they all are performers, although Tim Rick-Lensel is an actor, uh, on the very successful soundtrack, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? to do with the film of 2000 of the same name. Um, it was a very successful album they were all T-Bone Burnett is a music songwriter and producer he produced the songs on it Alison Krauss and Gillian Welch uh, sang several of the songs including the likes of Down to the River to Pray and uh, Tim Blake Nelson was in No Brother Wart though he was kind of one of the George Clooney's sidekicks but he sang one of the songs on the soundtrack as well okay so that was uh, another washout okay well let's go and check the scores with Clancy. Blue to five points. Red to six points. Okay, so we have a gap. We have a gap. The red team are leading by six points to five. As we arrive at everybody's favorite round. The audio round. I start recognizing stuff now. <laughs> well, that's true. Carol, is, Carol has been waiting for this. So here we go. And Carol, good news is you're up first because you're the team trailing by a point. In this round, the teams will hear a piece of music. They get, um, they get a point for telling me the artist and the song title. And then there will be two subsequent questions. Any wrong answers at any point will be offered across for potential bonus. So we're starting with Blue Team. Here's your first piece of music. Shine for you. Everything you do. 
Okay, so that was your piece of music. Your first point is available for telling me the artists and the song title. Coldplay and Yellow. Correct. Correct. Two questions. Tell me, please, how many number one singles have Coldplay had in the Irish charts? <laughs> well, uh, I do right now, which means you should care right now. Which, there we go. Six. Six, she says. <laughs> That's not right. Across we go. Chance five. It was actually zero. They've wow. had no hit single reach number one in the singles chart. Carol so was actually right with the answer. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I should have a bonus point, so really, shouldn't I? Final question. Lead singer Chris Martin and guitarist Johnny Buckland made cameo appearances in which 2004 film as supporters of a fictional charity called Zombaid. Zombaid. Are you passing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Shaun of the Dead. Is correct. Yes, zombies would have been the clue, I suppose, there. Zomb aid. Oh, it was a clue, all right. It's just. <laughs> it was a clue. It just didn't help you. I get it, I get it. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, here comes first piece of music for Liam and James. Here we go. On my way to see my friends. Okay, there was your song. So, uh, a point available for telling me the artists and the song title. Or artist. I'm singing it in my head. I don't know the name of the song. There's real humming, yeah. okay, silent so humming going on here. Craig David. Seven days. Oh! <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> I was just going to sing it out. <laughs> <laughs> So, two subsequent questions on Seven Days by Craig David. Perhaps he was predicting the rise of Netflix, but according to the song, what did Craig and his love interest do on a Sunday? <laughs> More silent singing going on here in front <laughs> we, of my isn't eyes. We stayed in Sunday. I think so, yeah. Yeah, why not? It's a Sunday. You yeah, relax, yeah. kick back. We stayed in Sunday. Uh, I'm no. looking for an exact word, and oh. that is not the word. <laughs> Offered that across. Going to presume chill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they chilled on Sunday. Uh, final. <laughs> the clue is in the question. Final question for you on that. Craig David was frequently caricatured by the comedian Lee Francis on which British TV comedy show? The show's title itself being a reference to a 1999 song on which Craig David had featured as the vocalist. Bo Selecta. Bo Selecta is correct. The song being 
Re-Rewind by the Artful Dodger featuring Craig David. All right, back across we go for the next piece of music for, this time, John and Carl. Here we go. Now, what is the uh, artist and song title there, please? Teenage Dirtbag by Quetus. That's correct. Well done. I was only listening to this an hour ago. They've done an Irish version of Quetus have. Osquelga. Yeah. Yeah, no for, way. yeah. Yeah. For Kjol 2018. Still cook, bro cook. <laughs> anyway, that was timely, timely bit of uh, listening you were doing there. So here comes your two questions now. Number one. The video for this song reused clips from which film of 2000 starring Jason Biggs and Mina Suvari. However, the video told a different story from the film being based on the lyrics of the song. What was the film, though? Much writing going on across the table from you. Do you remember the video? Oh, I can see it. Yeah. So, yes. What film was it from? Yeah, I'm going to have to guess. Yes, um, and I know it's wrong. American Pie. American Pie is not right. Yeah, can't remember. Now go across. Just by the writing you're doing, it must be called Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Love to Hit the Bomb. Yeah, can we just have the question? Or just to definitely <laughs> yeah, just, uh, the video for that song, Teenage Dirtbag, reused clips from which film of 2000, starring Jason Biggs and Mina Sufari, to tell a different story from the film, being based on the lyrics of the song instead. American Beauty. Uh, no, that's not right. That being a big film that Mina Safari starred in, that's true. But no, this was a film called Loser. Loser. Yeah. Loser. Right, final question on that for John and Carol. Widdis' only other charting hit in Ireland came in 2001, and it was a cover of which song originally a hit for Erasure? A Little Respect. Yes, that's correct. Okay, well done. Final piece of audio of the round, going to uh, Liam and James. Through my bad fortune, off the top of a tall building, I'd rather done it with you. Your boy's smile, five in the morning, looked into Right, that was your piece of music. Uh, artist and song title for a point. We're doing really well here. We, I know the artist. Yeah. And Liam was singing along. I mean, he was singing I'm just along. just trying to think of the name of the song. If you mean about 20 seconds. Uh, 15 seconds. <laughs> 15 whole seconds, in which we guarantee, John, we are going to have some sort of really good, <laughs> coherent answer for you. I mean, it's barely only enough this is, five seconds. This is great filibustering <laughs> you're doing here. No. <laughs> oh... We don't get anything for just the artist. Do we? Uh, no, no. Okay. People did last week, but for the whole round, that was it was uh, an unusual music round last week. 
So uh, we had um, we had a dispensation, but I had it for all four questions as well. <laughs> Liam, <laughs> PJ Harvey stories from the city, stories from the sea. No, you're, you know you're half right. Okay, across we go. Yeah, well, it's probably PJ Harvey, but I don't know the name of the song. I definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny says no. Okay, PJ Harvey singing Good Fortune was the name of that song. Right? My good fortune, yeah. Okay. You have two questions. Yeah. Liam and James. It's kind of a quiz standard, but I'm throwing it out anyway. What do the letters PJ stand for in PJ Harvey's name? Uh, Polly Jean. Correct. Polly Jean Harvey. Very good. And your second question. The album from which this song was taken... Stories from the, the city, city, stories from, from the, the sea. sea. Would go on to win the Mercury Music Prize the following year. What event overshadowed the presentation of the award to PJ Harvey? Two thousand September eleventh. Yeah. Uh, September eleventh is correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly right. The presentation night for the two thousand and one Mercury Music Prize was on the eleventh of September. Okay, that is the end of the music round. Well done, people. You got, mo- I think, we got most of them right there. Let's go and check the scores before we take our first and indeed only ad break. Clancy, how are they standing? Blue to nine points. Red to eleven points. Ooh, it's tight here. It's eleven nine. Okay, we're going to take our ad break. Please don't go away. We'll be back in about uh, three minutes' time. For the seeds you sow, for the crops you grow, by land you can't let go, for the animals you know, for that new machine you need so, or just to help with cash flow, our AgriLoan can help you farmers know that one big decision just got easier. Claire Morris Credit Union, with you every step of the way. Drop in or call us on 094-937-1159 or click clairemorriscu.ie. St. Coleman's Claire Morris Credit Union Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. O'Connor's Garage, Bow. Specialising in car sales, servicing and maintenance of all makes of cars unlike commercials, body repairs and dent magic. Get your vehicle ready for NCT or DOE. O'Connor's Garage, Casabar Road, Bow. Call Michael on 094-93-65265. Why pay more? McGann's Plaster Mouldings may spit at Clemaris. If you're looking for the best deals in cornices or centrepieces, then we are the people to see. Clients can choose from 55 centrepieces and 25 cornices, as well as beading, dado rails, corbels, niches and archways. And all are made at our workshop in Maysmith at Clemaris. McGann's also cater for contract for public buildings and private homes. Why not call and see our full range of products or telephone Darren or Tom at 094-9388-208 or 087-2503-184. Also on our website at www.mcgans.com. And remember, McGann is your man. Indulge in the magic of Indian cuisine at Dewat Indian Restaurant, the Square Clamars. Try our early bird menu or treat yourself to a tasty takeaway with home delivery service. Taste the magic with every bite. Open Monday to Sunday, 5 to 11 p.m. Telephone 094-937-2222. Duat Indian Restaurant.
Looking for a taxi? Whether it's an airport pickup, a shopping trip, or a lift home after a night out, we are the first choice for all your travel needs in Clermorris. Call Martin Goggins on 087 2666 for fast, reliable service. That's 087 2666 for a taxi. Martin Goggins, giving a lift to the people of Clermorris. Join the Goggin Taxi page on Facebook.com. You're very welcome. It's After the Fact on Clamars Community Radio, our weekly trivia quiz game. I'm your host, John Nolan. Tonight, the questions are all about the year 2000. Now, after three rounds tonight, it's quite a tight game we've got going on here. The red team, that is Liam Rabbit and James Bonsell, are on 11 points, just two ahead of the blue team, which is John Cribben Sr. and Miss Carol Cronin. So let us proceed straight away, forthwith, to round number four. This is our 20 questions round. In this round, the team that is in control gets asked a question. If they get it right, they get a point. And they get the next question as well. This continues until most five in a row have been answered correctly. At which point, they will have to give up control of the game, but they will get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. A wrong answer at any point will mean the other side is getting the next question and, and they can have a bonus on the one you've just missed as well. So, we'll start with the team that's trailing, which is the blue team tonight. Are you ready, John and Carol? Here we go. Question one. The year 2000 problem, also known as the Millennium Bug, was a class of computer bugs related to the formatting and storage of calendar data for dates beginning in the year 2000. It was probably best known by which three-character name? Y2K. Y2K. Y2K is correct. Question two. In fiction, who could often be seen riding a Nimbus 2000? Harry Potter. Harry Potter is correct. It was the name of his broomstick for the first three Harry Potter books. Number three. Which internet company purchased media giant Time Warner for $162 billion in January 2000 in what was then the largest ever corporate merger? AOL. AOL, also known as America Online. Question four. During the year 2000, which golfer became the first player since Ben Hogan in 1953 to win three majors in a single calendar year? Tiger Woods Yes it would be John Tiger Woods And for five in a row And potentially the bonus point On April 22nd In a pre-dawn raid US federal agents Seized which six year old boy From his relative's home In Miami And flew him To his Cuban father In Washington DC Ending one of the most Publicised custody battles In US history Who was that? Elian Gonzalez Correct Five in a row And the bonus point Well done Okay Liam and James, no pressure. You're back here in play now. Which games console was launched by electronics giant Sony in the year 2000? It premiered in Japan on March the 4th before reaching America in October and Europe in November. PlayStation 2. Nice pregnant pause there in the middle of that answer, James. I know you wanted it that specific. Well, we would, you know, given that the PlayStation came out in like 1990. Five or whatever. Right, next question. Which boxer defeated John Ruiz by decision in 12 rounds to regain the WBA World Heavyweight title, becoming the first, therefore, to win the World Heavyweight title four times? Who was that? Oh, 
So, in the year 2000, which boxer defeated John Ruiz by decision in 12 rounds to regain the WBA World Heavyweight title, thus becoming the first boxer to win the title four different times? Oh, this could be a Hail Mary. George Foreman? George Foreman. That's right, it's not right. So, across we go. You're getting the next question, but you can get this bonus here too. What year? The year 2000. In the year 2000, yeah. It's not. Um, no. Uh, maybe Holyfield. Oh, yeah. nice one. Evander yeah. Holyfield yeah. is the correct answer. Well done. That's my next guess. Good answer. Right, you're in again. Here we go. Which massively successful children's TV series, which features the title character alongside others such as Benny the Bull, Isa the Iguana, and yeah. Swiper the Fox, debuted. On the 14th of August, 2000. Is it uh, Barney the Dinosaur? Is, is it Barney the Dinosaur? No. Mm. It's not Barney the Dinosaur. Can we, can we confirm? Of course you can confirm. <laughs> it's potentially both. I, I was wondering. You don't mind giving us the names again, John, please? The names are Benny the Bull and East of the Iguana and Swiper the Fox. Door of the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. Being a well-known catchphrase yes. in that particular episode. For five right. girls, yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're back in control. You're back in control, Red Team. Here we go. Which English singer and songwriter died at the age of just 41 in the year 2000 after being struck by a speedboat when diving in Cozumel, Mexico? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kirsty McCall. Yeah. Kirsty McCall, correct. Well done. Okay, yeah. At the Roskilde Festival near Copenhagen, nine died and 26 were injured during a crush that occurred during the performance of which rock group? Pearl Jam. Yes, that's right. Correct. The points are flying in now. Well done. The Irish version of which famous TV quiz show debuted in the year 2000? Hosted by Gay Byrne, the show had several runs over consecutive Sundays. After two years, though, the initial sponsorship contract ended, and with no further sponsor being found, production ceased. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yes. Correct. Levels the scores up at 16. Next question. Let me just do the mental math. This is for your five in a row, and potential bonus. Which Austrian-born American film actress passed away in January of 2000 at the age of 85? As well as starring in films such as Ecstasy 1933 and 1949's Samson and Delilah, She's also credited as an inventor, developing a radio guidance system for Allied torpedoes, which use spread spectrum and frequency hopping technology. Who was that? Hedy Lamar. Yes, correct. And that's two points for you and puts you into the lead. Cross we go. High scoring round four going on here. John and Carol. What type of plane was Air France Flight 4590? which crashed into a hotel in the suburb of Gonesse just after takeoff from Paris, killing all 109 on board and a further five people in the hotel. Concord. It was indeed a Concord. Next question. John Carthy, a 27-year-old, was shot dead by the Garda Emergency Response Unit in controversial circumstances on the 20th of April. This happened after a 25-hour siege at his home in which town in County Longford? Abilara. Abilara. Mm. That's correct. Yeah, well done. 
Scores are level at 18 now. Vicente Fox was elected president of which country in its election of 2000? A historically significant event since it made him the first president since 1910 to be elected in that country from an opposition party. Mexico. Mexico. That's right. In October 2000, which Irish band scored their seventh straight UK number one, becoming the only artist in UK chart history to achieve that? Westlife. Westlife. Is correct. Sorry, I was just checking where we were. This is for your five in a row. <laughs> I don't think it'll stress you. Which team won UEFA Euro 2000 after defeating Italy 2-1 after extra time in the final? Uh, France. 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 Correct. Two points. Yeah. Okay. Puts you three ahead. The other side are in control and there are three questions remaining in the set. Right. <laughs> this is 1951 all over again. <laughs> Except, of course, last time we had to draw, uh, they had to, the, uh, the red team had to answer the question. So the pressure's on the... Sorry, the blue team, I mean. Now, red team, you're in. In August, the sinking in the Barren Sea of which Russian submarine yeah. during naval exercises resulted in the death of all 118 people on board? The Kursk. The Kursk. Correct. Second last question. Which medical doctor was found guilty of murdering 15 patients between 95 and 98 at Hyde, Greater Manchester and sentenced to life imprisonment in the year 2000? Dr. Harold Shipman. That's correct. And the final question of the set for another tie. To whom did the singer Madonna get married in December of 2000? Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie is right. Oh, another lots of shaking hands. I love these draws. You get the last round if you're better being behind. So let's go over to Clancy and we just confirm how the score is finished up. Blue team 21 points. Red team 21 points. Yes, 21 points apiece. So congratulations, everyone. That's uh, <laughs> James and Liam for a start. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. <laughs> two wins, two draws. <laughs> and uh, well, well done uh, uh, to Carol and to John. John, no records tonight, John, but you know, still a good performance there. Well done. All right. Anyway, thank you to all our contestants tonight. Thank you to John Cribben Senior, Carol Cronin, Liam Rabbit, and James Bonsell. We'll be back next week with a different set of teams and a different year. So until then. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, podcast extras are coming up. If you're listening on the podcast, they're right now in about 10 seconds. Podcast extra. Okay, hang on. Let's go off. Uh, We go off recording for a second. Will I get the coin of power? Both of you, would you sit in properly? They're off board, Jim. Sitting. Am I too far away? Yeah, yes. you, well, it, you know. It's, okay. <laughs> Who wants to... Um, Obviously, because I'm just not very happy with the undergrowth. Carol, will you pick head or tail? Head. Head, okay. It is head. Cross we go. Chance five. Uh, I actually, I hadn't put up your microphone, so say that again. <laughs> Even though we know the answer. We'll try uh, four. Ah, <laughs> 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 John, my, my next guess is I was thinking Lennox Lewis. Yeah, I put then down four tight. times. I was like, oh, yeah. no, it couldn't be. Yeah, I lose put and down because I know I bet him. Yeah, and I was. 
All right, I'm just going to play the out. Can I play my outro before you have this discussion? Right. This is actually better crash yeah. than the stupid Twitter crash. This is, this, is, um, this is like post-mortem after the leaving cert going on here. Next week on After the Fact. Okay, warm-up question time. Go oh. for it. Oh. All right. right. Straight into it now. Mm-hmm. Warm-up question time. Yeehaw. The World uh, Cup is upon us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. World Cup oh, yeah. fever is, is everywhere. I didn't look at the World Cup. <laughs> so I have a list in front of me here of every uh, goal scorer for the Republic of Ireland. Oh. In the World Ooh. Cup, or and just to add a few extra names on the list, European Championship finals, right? Just finals, oh, okay, right? So, <laughs> World Cup and European Championship finals, yes. Okay. Irish Republic of Ireland goal scorers right. in World Cups, okay, and European sure. Championship. Okay. It's, it's not a long list, it's true, it's, it's true. not, it's not you're right. <laughs> so, uh, we'll start with Andrew, Andrew. Ray Houghton Ray Houghton is right As George used to say Ray Houghton Ray Houghton (laughs) Ray Houghton of course Two significant goals in his career He did Championship finals Yeah Paddy Alright so I don't get to do Ray Houghton 88 No you don't You don't get another goal Ray Houghton No he's already done Grand Grand I'll say uh, I'll say the Duffer then So Damien Duff Damien Duff It's true He scored a goal in 2002 Against Saudi Arabia Mm. Right John Right, uh, John, by far the youngest person in the room yeah. doesn't remember Ireland in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> Tony Cascarino. Tony Cascarino, oh. no, no, no. Wow, Fred, you've lost. What age were you in 2002, John? Exactly. I was six. There you Whoa. go. Oh, poor God. No, yeah. na- no memory of oh, the World Cup. Poor no. John. No, poor Johnny. I was in senior infants. Oh, <laughs> you put it like that. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Don't worry, you've got time. You've I don't got think there's even any point coming to me. You've, got a, you've lost the life. But Come on, Linda, you can do it, Linda. Linda. I don't know any Irish football. You know loads of Irish footballers. No doubt you do. Come on. I, I don't. Come on. I do have a clue. I was going to say Paddy Duffy, but sure, thing think it's just an Irish name. <laughs> That's just an oh, Irish if name. On, if only, if only... <laughs> Just make that as my answer for the moment. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong? That is That's incorrect. <laughs> you have lost a life. Andrew. Ronnie Whelan. <laughs> yes, Andrew, correct. You don't have to shout like that. When he, when he used to, when he did this, the fist. He did the fist thing. Andrew is channeling his inner George Hamilton on every one of these answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paddy. Uh, well, I won't channel my inner John Aldridge by attacking the Egyptian <laughs> official, but I'll go for Aldo all the same. Yes. That's true. He scored uh, against Mexico in the 1994 World Cup. Oh, he did. That's true. John. No, uh, we'll go Roy Keane. Roy Keane? Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. <laughs> Correct, Robbie Keane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just misheard you there it's for not, a second. No that's point. just... <laughs> There's Me no just. point going for it. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. I wouldn't on. if it was later in the game. I would like if Linda was to say, for instance, <laughs> yeah, Bobby Duffy. Brady. Yeah. I would probably say, really Bobby Brady. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I might, you know, any other way you yeah. can say that. Is that an answer I can say? Well, Bobby would be wrong. Mm. But it would be close to be great. You mean like Lean Brady? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Brady part maybe. Right? Just say Brady. Yeah, you're right. Robbie Brady, of course, oh, got the winning Brady. goal against Italy in the last Euro. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> All right. So uh, Linda's still in. She is somehow amazing. Uh. <laughs> um, Andrew. But anyway, uh, let's see who else. Oh, yeah, Jason McAteer. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that out loud. No, no, that didn't happen. No, that did not happen. Even though he scored a great goal against Holland, or Netherlands. Never mind that. Okay, let's think again. 
Or O'Leary fella when he when he the nation holds its breath. <laughs> David O'Leary. Him, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not counting penalty shootout goals oh, in this list. Shit, you've shit. lost a life there. Shit, 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 shit. You've lost a life. This is getting recorded. You've lost a life. It's all right. He, he actually held it back. Uh, Paddy? I'll go for my fellow sweet left footer, Kevin Sheedy. Kevin Sheedy, yes, the equalizer against England. Oh, very good. John? I'm going to have to pass, I don't know. Uh, John. I don't. Uh, Throw out a name. Come on, Johnny. Fairly recent. Yeah, we were in the Euros two years ago, John. I know you weren't six then. I wasn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, god! Done. I don't know. What did you say? Done. Done. Like Richard. Richard Dunn. No, afraid no. not. Okay, you're out, John. Okay. You're the first one out. Linda. Is George Best on that one? George Best, the what? Northern Irish International. What? He probably is. He's not. That's all the that's only they that popped into my head of Irish descent. I'm afraid. Did Richard Dunn score a goal? Richard Dunn being the name that John just I, said. No, no, that's in Richard Dunn. No, that's <laughs> no I was no. sure that's the name John sorry, just said a minute sorry. ago. I'm when sorry if I've just committed. Was there a great goal <laughs> scored by a <laughs> defender? Football is not my thing. Can, can I consult with my teammates? No, this is not the game. This is just the warm up. <laughs> yeah, there's a great goal scored in 2002 by a defender, and I can't think of his name. Big tall lad, uh, Kilban, Kevin Kilban, Kevin Kilban. Ke- Ke- yeah, he scored a goal. No, he? he didn't. You're out. You're I gone. Paddy, uh, I can remember. I can remember getting up early on a on a Saturday morning to watch Matty Holland put one in against Cameroon. He sure did. One oh, on draw right. against Cameroon, 2002. Mm. Right, Paddy was only baby infants at the time. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. <laughs> the college equivalent or whatever. Uh, I'll give you the full list. Right. Uh, Ray Houghton, Ronnie Whelan, they yeah. were both in Euro 88. Uh-huh. Then uh, Kevin Sheedy, yeah. Niall Quinn, same oh, World Cup, 1990 him. World Cup against oh, the Netherlands. Yeah, the header. Uh, it wasn't a header, no. Oh, it wasn't Then uh, you jump forward to the 1994 World Cup. Ray Houghton again, Ray which I'm not mentioning. John Aldridge uh, against Mexico. <coughs> Then you got a big gap to the 2002 World Cup. Matt Holland, Robbie Keane got three at that tournament. Oh, yeah. Gary Breen, I think, was the name you were oh, trying to get out, Andrew. The man. <laughs> yeah. oh, Linda has a violent reaction to the name of Gary Breen. She must have met him some dark anyway. <laughs> I think I'll take, I'll take down her fader for a minute. Oh, man. Do you want to drink the water? It was the water that did it. The water that did that? Yeah. Did, did, did. All right. I'll, oh, jeez. I'm going to shoot through this list now. Damien Duff, Sean St. Ledger, hmm? Wes Houlihan. Oh, yeah. Goal against Sweden two years ago. Oh, yeah. And Robbie Brady got, of course, two goals in the last okay. tournament. I only mentioned the one against Italy, but he also scored a penalty against France. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's get on with the quiz show. So.